Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host. So sad today. Well, here it is, folks. I'm not dying. At least not, you know, in the next 24 hours. Um, I went and got the MRI. And, um, you know, I know an MRI is the kind of thing that, like, everybody does, you know, or, like, many people have done. Many have done it. It's like death itself, you know. At some point, most of us got to do it. Actually, more of us got to face death than than an MRI. But, you know, it's like it's no big deal. Um, But, you know, for me, it was a big deal. What can I say? I I wasn't really, I don't know, I kind of liked, I kind of liked the, like, being the gown part. Um, I put the gown on backwards, then they had me put on, like, a second gown, and I just felt sort of very, like, innocent and, like, swaddled, and also, like, I couldn't bring my phone in, so I felt like kind of this state of, like, surrender, which was really nice. Like, I, there was nothing left for me to take care of, you know, there was nothing left for me to do, um, I really liked, like, the texts and the nurses, like, I like the kind of small talk you make when you think you're dying, it's, like, maybe the one time in my life I've enjoyed small talk, um, you know, it was just kind of like, this is humanity, these are my people, I don't know, they were really sweet, um, and I was, like, I was actually, like, chilling and kind of enjoying myself. I was having a really good time in the gown and just like, you know, laying down and just being like surrendered. But then when I went in the machine, um, it was like, I didn't like, I didn't like all the beeping, you know, it's like you're going into this coffin. Um, and I immediately thought about being buried alive and I really love coffins. I mean, I, I want to be cremated. I've made that decision, I think. But I do think coffins are so beautiful. Like, certain coffins can be so gorgeous. I found one online the other day. It was like this pink and white coffin. It was almost it was almost like a Baroque vibe. Um, and I was like, wow. Like, I would just love to, like, hang out in there. But when the lid is closed and you're still alive... I've been in one with the lid closed... Um, still alive. I did it for a, oh, for a, for a book trailer for So Sad Today and for this thing for Vice. And getting in there still alive with the lid closed, it's, it's harrowing. Being buried alive, not a good way to go. And that was how I felt in the MRI. Um, also the fucking thing was, it was 45 minutes. Um, and you know, they t- I wasn't sure about whether I was going to have to do the thing where they like inject you with the dye, but they were like, yes, we are going to do the dye, but we're not going to do it. So the lat, we're going to take you out after like half an hour and then we're going to put the dye in and then do another 15 minutes. And so I read on like this form that it's like, you know, they asked about if you've ever had an allergic reaction to the dye. And I think it's like one in 400,000 people have an allergic reaction to the dye. But of course I was like, I will be that one in 400,000th, you know? So I was like, kind of the whole thing made me feel like I was anticipating my lethal injection. Um, like whenever there's like a tiny chance, like, like a tiny percentage, 
like a 0.1 that something will go wrong. I just assume that it's going to be, um, you know, that it's going to be my, that it'll go wrong for me. I, you know, I don't know why that I'm not, cause I'm, I feel like there are people who make the assumption like, Oh, it's just a one in point, whatever chance, like it's not happening to me, you know? And I can be really good at denial, um, usually for things that actually probably are going to happen, I'm very good at denial, but when it's something that is like most likely not going to happen, then I'm like, it's definitely happening. So the whole time I felt like I was going to be, um, you know, I was, I felt like I was anticipating like my, um, my lethal, my lethal injection. Like I was just kind of like, um, and then when they did do it, oh, and also when I was in there, I was like, okay, well I hadn't meditated. So I was like, I'm just going to meditate. But the, there's so many like bells and whistles. And then also I try, I was like, okay, this is, these are not evil ding, ding, dings. And, and like, these are not evil sounds. These are actually like this MRI machine is your friend. Like this is the thing that's going to detect, um, you know, like potential death. Like this is your, these noises, scary as they are, and as buried as alive as you feel, this thing is your friend. And I like tried to embrace the MRI and like love the machine. Like I tried to like give and receive love from the machine, but it like wasn't happening. Um, and so it was too loud to like do a a passive meditation or even do like my mantra. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a, um, loving kindness meditation. I literally went through like 50 people and was still in the thing. Like I did loving kindness on 50 people. I also like played a game um, because sometimes when I do loving kindness, so the mantra, as I've told you before, is um, first you do yourself. It's may I be happy, may I be healthy, may I be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May I live in peace and ease. May I have a compassionate heart. And then you do someone you love. Um, may Shoshana be happy. May she be healthy. May she be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May she live in peace and ease. May she have a compassionate heart. And then you do it with someone like you don't like that much. A lot of times I like to do it with like a stranger I passed on the street that day. Um, and you know, with prayer and stuff like that, like I'm not really trying to change the will of the universe. Like I'm not, it's more just about, I don't know. Like it's, it's almost about changing your own state, you know, because like, I can't really like, like, I'm not one of those people who's like sending love and light. Like, I don't think that by sending love and light or like wishing someone happiness, like, I don't think I, I'm not trying to like change the will of the universe. Like that's just not my spirituality to try to be like, all right, well this, like I want this person to be healthy and happy, but it's. I don't know. It's just, it's a thing. It's just a thing. And it sort of changes you. But so I like the thing, the thing lasted so long. I went through like 50 people. Like I went through like everyone I know. And I was even trying to play a game. Cause a lot of times by the time I get to like, may they live in peace and ease, I'm already thinking about like the next one. So I was like, okay, you're not allowed to like pick the next person until you're done with this person. And like, if you end up picking the next person, that can't be the next person. It has to be another next person. So I was like playing all these like love and kindness games. And I was like, well, this is kind of cool. Like at least if I'm ever buried alive, like I'll have something to do in my coffin. But it was just, I also made the mistake. Um, so I'm still on the Kofifi. Like I'm still deep in the Kofifi. And I made the mistake of having like a giant, 
iced coffee before I went in there. Um, and like, um, was just like, you know, so that just like, you don't really, if you're going to be buried alive, like you don't want to like have a venti first, you know, like if you're going to be buried alive, by the way, I'm actually currently drinking a a Kofi's. That is the food of the day, the eating alone in my car. I, I did ask for an espresso maker for Christmas asking ye shall receive. Um, it's red. It's so hot. I'm obsessed with the, it comes with these pods and it like reads the pods. So, um, I'm making my own shit now. And I, I've been having like five a day. Like I'm just, and it's gotten to the point now, I think like coffee to it's, it's, it's now officially like stopped working on me. Like after like I've, I'm already I'm already dependent and like it kind of makes me tired I don't even know what's going on but I just I love making it and I love all the different pods and like being like I'm gonna go with a Volteso today um so that's that's the exciting thing I'm eating today but it's coffee coffee in the car um and I literally like I it was like nighttime and I realized I like hadn't um, recorded yet. So I just like made one and then like drove out a couple streets away and I'm just like parked, um, drinking this and I'm drinking a night coffee. It's a night coffee. Um, but anyway, so I had made the mistake. This was pre getting my own coffee maker when I got this MRI, but I made the mistake of like having a big giant motherfucking coffee before I went in the thing. And, um, you know, if you're going to be buried alive, like try some, try some, if you know you're going to be buried alive, try like, I would say maybe chamomile tea is good. I don't know. I like to meditate on coffee. It just gives me like an extra like boom, but something about the hybrid of being buried alive. And also I feel like at least if you're buried alive, there's not like the loud noises, like that, that disturbing noise. But, you know, like, I would think if you're buried alive, it's actually pretty quiet and you can kind of, like, hear the beauty of the soil, Um, you know. So, but I would go with, like, if you're going to be buried alive and you know you're going to be buried alive, I'd go with, like, maybe, like, a a chamomile or, like, if you're not a chamomile person, which I'm not really a big chamomile person. I used to try to drink chamomile, like, to try to, like, calm me for my, like, panic attacks and it was just like, come on. It's not happening. But um, peppermint, love a peppermint tea. Go with like a peppermint herbal. Go with a pep. That's my recommendation. You know how they do like wine pairings for like different like meals or like some like stupid book blogs will pair. They'll be like this, like I pair this, like this drink and food, like when they're really hard up for like quote unquote content. By the way, anyone who says content, I just can't. Like, I just can't. But when they're really hard up for, like, content, they'll be like, pair this, like, wine and food with this book. And it's like, shut the fuck up. But, um, so with being buried alive, I would pair peppermint tea. But anyway, so what started out as a very lovely experience, this MRI, and just feeling really, like, surrendered and taken care of and, um, turned out to be not very good. You know, not very good. Um, uh... D, D minus. Do not recommend. So, like, after the MRI, um, my husband went with me, which was really cool. I mean, it was, like, interesting to be the sick one for once, you know? Like, I mean, I'm a shit nurse, and, like, all these years I've definitely been, like, not, you know, whatever. It's just not my forte, and he knows that and has always been, like, run, run free, little one. But... Um, you know, but I've stayed 
I've stayed. And, um, you know, I've sometimes actually even been present. Um, so it was interesting to be the sick one. And, and like, it was nice, you know, that he... Like, I was like, oh, you really don't want me to die. Like, I don't know why I, like... And he was, like, worried. And I'm like, I don't know why I, like, find it surprising that, like, the person who loves me, like, cares if I die. I mean, like, I guess... Is that depression? That you, like... Is that, is that like, depression? Like, that you, like, don't really believe that, like, the person who, like, genuinely loves you, like, cares if you die? I don't know. I don't know. Or, like, is it depression that, like, it doesn't count? It's, like, if someone loves you and doesn't want you to die, then it's, like, oh, they don't count. Like, I don't care. Like, they don't count as much as, like, someone who, like, does, you know, or, like, oh, there must be something wrong with them if they love me. Like, is that... I don't know. I don't know, like, which one's depression. Or is that just, like, intimacy issues and not depression? I don't know. But anyway. So that was, like, nice. I was like, oh, my God. He, like, really doesn't want me to die. That's cool. But then, um, but then, like, besides that, you know, you need, like, people in your life. I realized, what I realized in this whole experience, because I was, like, really freaked out afterwards, after the, the coffee MRI. And I, like, you know, I have people in my life. Like, I have good support. I mean, I'm not in therapy right now. Um, I have not brought myself to go back after, like, 18 years of therapy and then a year off. I'm just, like, still taking a breather. But, you know, I have, like, old friends. Like, I have some old friends in my life who have I've been friends with since I was five years old. Um, who, like, are definitely people I could reach out to because they we just know each other so well. Um, and then I have, like, a really good friend, um, my best friend who I've been friends with since I was, like... 19 or 20, um, and then, like, um, I have, like, you know, all my, like, like, the, the women I mentor, and then I have, like, a mentor, you know, like, I, I definitely, I have my sister, like, I definitely have people in my life, but it's, like, I realized in this whole thing, like, I was, like, I don't know who to call, like, I, I'm not a good reacher-outer, like, when the shit hits the fan, like, I'm just not, I'm not a good reacher-outer. And I'm like, why is that? I guess because that means then I have to, like, talk to people. I guess it's more of, like, the intimacy thing. Like, I was like, I have no one to call and say I'm freaked out. Like, even though I do, technically, and, like, there's no one who would, like, any of these people would probably be happy to hear from me. You know, like, a lot of times people are, like, are happy to, like, get out of their own shit. You know, but immediately I'm, I'm like even about to qualify that with like, and it's not like I call every day and need help, right? Like, but what if I did? Like, what if I, would that be so bad? And I think, you know, what I realized is it's just like as a, as a young person, like I realized like it was so, I was so scared to have needs. Like I saw, like I saw that you could be rejected if you had needs, you know? And so I was like, better to not have needs, better to not have needs. Like, or, I mean, obviously everyone has needs, but better to not like express the needs. And cause then you won't be rejected. And so it's like, some of my friends have had kids and it's like, I pride myself on, especially when I'm seeing my friends in New York, like I'm like, I'll, I'll go over, like, I'm, I'm like, don't, you don't have to meet me out. Like you, you have like these young kids, like I'll come over there and we'll like hang for an hour. And you know, I'm like, Oh, look how easy I make it. Like, I'm like, so I'm such like, look how flexible I am. You know, I don't have any needs, but it's like, I think part of me likes that because I'm so intimacy averse. So I'm like, Oh good. It's only going to be like, now I only have to see them for like an hour. 
you know and also it's like I'm afraid that if I like was like well why don't you meet me here um you know then like what if they were like I can't like what I feel rejected I don't know you know so anyway so what I realized I was like wow I don't reach out even though there are people who would like really love to hear from me like there's a lot there's a lot of people I think in my life who like would be like totally down to like take the call and I was like or like you know if I text and I I just I don't I don't like, I didn't know what, like, I didn't know how to do it. Like, I didn't know what to do. So I guess, you know, the year of st- saying no started in August, the year where I, like, don't say um, yes to anything out of, like, like, I only say yes to things out of, like, a, out of, like, a creative need, a financial need, you know, or rather a creative desire, a financial need or desire, or just, like, a a genuine yes, like something I want to do and show up for, but I don't say yes now out of fear that I'm going to be a bitch. Like I don't blurb something just because someone's going to think like I'm a bitch, you know? Um, and so, so like that started in August. And so I'm like, does now start the year of like reaching out? So I'm like trying to like reach out now to like one person a day and not like necessarily reach out and ask for help. See, even there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm not needy. I'm not needy. I'm not reaching out and asking for help, but just like reaching out to one person to say hi. Cause I did have on my to-do list, talk to one real person a day. Like that's been on there for a while, but a lot of times like they would contact me. So, and it would be just like sometimes like a dumb text. So now it's like, okay, like we are doing, like now what I'm doing is, um, trying to like reach out like myself, you know, like to reach out myself. So that's like kind of this experiment thing, um, that I'm doing, um, I guess starting now, we'll see how it goes. It's like being a re- a reach arounder. A re- isn't a reach around like a hand job, like with like a glory hole or something. I'm becoming a reach arounder. I'm giving one hand job a day. Um, no, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, hope we'll, I'm going to try. Because, you know, it's, like, silly. It's really silly to feel like you have no one to reach out to when, like, you do have people to reach out to. Um, So I'm, like, that's, like, my... That's Steps in Intimacy by Melissa Broder. One hand job a day. Reaching reaching around. Um, So, anyway, so I did get the result. It took, like, days. And, by the way, my doctor still has not called me to tell me. I had to, like, stalk the MRI people. And she has the results. And I've been, like, calling her office. But, like, I just, I guess, you know, I guess she's more concerned with the people who are dying. But so I'm not dying. Um, I call, well, let's put it this way. I read, so I, 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 like, begged the MRI people to send me the results directly since my gynecologist won't call me back. So it took them, like, days. Never get an MRI around Christmas. It's a bad idea. Very bad idea. Um, you know, almost as bad as having, like, a giant coffee before you go in there. Um, but so I don't know, like I can't really tell, but it, but nothing's wrong with the lymph nodes. Like it seems all the tissue seems okay. If anything, they're like, just, you know, get like another MRI to check your hip because that like, they don't think, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. It's very hard to read an MRI like yourself, like the words I had to like Google a lot of shit. And like for me, Googling, shit, like, Googling medical stuff is, like, never, it's just never a good idea, 
Which also, okay, so on my phone, the Google homepage, like, every time I go on, like, how many fucking Kardashians are there? Like, how many babies? Like, they're just, they're just, they keep spawning. And I'm like, I don't care about Stormy. Or, like, I, I just, and, like, sometimes I care a little bit about, like, Courtney's outfit. But, like, I don't want to care. And I only care when it, like, comes up. So I, like, just tried to, like, fix my, like, Google thing on my phone so that, like, I was, like, like, I don't want Trump. It's like I see enough of him, you know? Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, do I, like, not tweet enough about Trump? Like, should I be, like, tweeting more, like, anti-Trump stuff? But I'm like, no, everyone else is fucking doing it. Like, like, let's, like, like, I don't need to give him any more fucking media attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's enough. Like, the man, like, so much media is, like, already, like, I mean, the media, like, certain media, like, CNN, like, you know, pretends they, like, hate him, but, like, let's be honest, they're, like, making bank off of fucking Trump, so it's, like, you know what, I'm not tweeting it, like, I don't, and I definitely don't want to read anymore about Trump, like, I, I just don't want to see his face, okay, anymore in my shit, like, I can, if I find out what's happening with Trump, like, once a week, that is, like, just as good as finding out, like, once a day, like, it's not going to affect, like, how I vote or like where I give money if I see it like you know or like 20 like because really at this point it's become like a soap opera you know like self I feel like self-righteous anger is like such a fucking it's a good drug you know it's a good drug and so like whatever it's just like people's soap opera at this point it's like so finding out 20 times a day like I don't think that's like really affecting like the state of the nation you know like it's really just entertainment like it is even for people who like you know, claim they hate Trump so, so much. Like it's, I don't know. I just think that it's, it feels to me like a soap, like very soap opera-y. And so I'm like, I'm not going to contribute to the soap opera. Like I know that I don't like Trump. Like I know he's a fucking shit. Like I know who to give money to. Um, you know, like there's, there's not, there's only so much one can do. And so like, I would prefer to just, like, get my news, like, once or twice a week and not, like, every hour. But then, so then it's, like, but then it's, like, who, what, where, you know? Which I love, I fucking love who, what, where. But it's, like, you know, so they, like, my Google figured out that I love who, what, where. So now it's, like, what, what boots fashion girl, what are fashion girls wear? And, like, I am such a follower. Like, I will be, like, oh, what are fashion girls doing? So I, like, don't want any of that on my Google anymore. Like, I just... I don't want anything. So I was like, okay, well, what are some topics that I can like put on my Google that are like neutral? So I like tried to make it. So I was like, okay, nature. I just put like nature as a topic. I put nature, meditation, and dogs. I'm like, that's, I don't want anything to pop up, but if something's going to pop up, let it be nature, meditation, and dogs. But of course, so now it's like meditation you know it's like the 10 ways that like meditation and I'm just like oh like everything is so everything is just so disgusting you know everything's a fucking nightmare but anyway so it seems like I'm not dying I'm not 100% sure but it seems as though between what I the MRI thing that I got and Google I mean I'm, I'm guessing my gyno will call me back at some point to like translate what the shit means but it, it appears as though I'm not dying today. So, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, but so, but 
but one thing, one positive thing that has come out of this, there was like one, the night that I got the MRI, I like went online and I like looked up like stage four cancer. I like went deep into like, and I went in and deep into like the dying process. Like I spent a lot of time on the American Cancer Society website. Um, and I was looking at like physical signs of dying and like trying to just kind of like get a handle on like what might be about to happen, you know? Um, and it was interesting because on the emotional aspects of dying, um, there were like, I was like, oh, like maybe I'm not going to hate dying as much as I like thought, you know, maybe it's not going to be because like some of the things it was like the feeling that like you haven't accomplished everything, you know, like people get angry that like they're going to be dying now or like the feeling. And I kind of was like, well, dying young. I mean, everybody does die at some point. So like maybe dying young, like, I don't know. Like I felt like that wouldn't be my problem with dying. Like I kind of do feel like I've done a lot of like shit. Like how much more shit do I need to do? I mean, I, I would prefer, I think like there's probably, if I knew I was dying, my poems would and, and writing would maybe take on a different turn. Like it might be a little sweeter. Like, I think it might be a little sweeter. Like, I feel like I'd be like, ew, like I'm leaving behind sort of like, like, what is my legacy? I'm leaving behind like something where I'm talking about like who, like fashion girls and who out where, like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I think maybe like, and my writing would be like a little sweet. I, I don't know something. But, like, I, I, I do feel like... I don't feel like there's that much, like, I haven't, like... That I, like, need to accomplish. Like, I don't feel like... Oh, fuck. Like, I haven't hiked the Andes, you know? Or, like... I, I don't know. Like, I there's not that much... I don't feel like there's that much left undone. I also don't feel like there's that much left unsaid. Like, as much as I, I'm not a good reacher outer, I feel like the people that I love, like, probably know... You know, like, I really don't have a lot of, like, sort of... I mean, my mother, look, it's, like, a work in progress, you know? Like, I don't know that we're ever going to be, like, at peace fully. And maybe maybe me dying would be the thing, you know? But anyway, so I don't know. So it was interesting. I was, like, reading all these emotional things about dying, and I was like, oh, like, I'm not... This doesn't seem like that bad. And actually, it was funny. I did this, like, little interview after, or, like, this thing content I did a content thing content um for Bellatrist which is like Emma Roberts book blog I guess it'll it's like you know just they ask you like things you like like shit I don't you know just shit my friend Kara my dear friend Kara does this with Emma um and I I actually I've met Emma too and they're they're both very they're both very lovely women, but so they wanted my content. So anyway, so it was like, and it was like, what are three articles that you've read recently that you like think everyone should read? And I'm like, well, I don't think there's anything anyone should read, but it was like, what are three articles you've read recently that you love? And I, so for one of them, I put like the American Cancer Society, um, like feelings around dying. Cause I was like, this is very, this is well-written. This is a good thing. So that I think is like one positive thing that came out of this whole thing is I'm like, I mean, I'm still scared of dying, but I'm, like, not as scared of how I'm going to feel, which I think is, is, like, kind of cool. Um, yeah, like, I'm, like, that's good. I've been thinking a lot about year-end lists, um, which I don't like, you know, because I'm of the philosophy that time is an illusion, 
actually that's not true i i know that time is not an illusion because um my shit getting saggier every year you know what i would love to believe like i'd love to be one of the time is an illusion people i'd like to be like a I don't know. You know, I was very, I wasn't, I was very much a time as an illusion person when I was going through like my Pink Floyd years. Like I was deep into like the time as an illusion, you know, and I like, and I'd like burn, you know, burn a dollar on the sidewalk and like, what does it all mean, man? But like, but I also hadn't like aged at all. So I like, you know, I, I mean, shit is moving. Time might not be an illusion. Time might be an illusion, but gravity not an illusion. So, you know, I claim to like not be into these year end lists because of like the arbitrary nature of time. But in truth, it's like as a writer, you know, if you have a book come out in a year, the shit is harrowing. So I'm always like, yeah, like year end lists, like they don't mean shit. Fuck the year end lists. But then like when I'm on a year end, then like as soon as I'm on a year end list, I'm like, this is the truth. This is the gospel. Everybody listen up year end list, you know, so it's like very, I don't know, it's just, it, it, it is what it is, you know, I, I, um, I'm, I'm, and then the next day I go back to being anti year end list, you know, until I, until I crop up on another year end list and, um, you know, allow it to sate my existential holes, uh, for about, you know, two to five minutes. Um, before I then feel corny for having retweeted it. Um, you know, that's like, that's, that's sort of, that, that's the joy in my life. You know, that's, that's the way that I like to, um, feel good about my successes, you know, two to five minutes and then immediately immediate shame. It's about right. Um, but so, you know, I was thinking like, well, what would I put on a year end list? Like if I had a year end list, you know, what would it be? Um, and, um, I mean, music is the thing that I probably like, I don't know, like it, it it would be the easiest for me to probably do it. I'm like a compulsive playlist maker. Um, I do it on the Spotify application. I'm a big Spotify person. Um, I don't do... I don't do, like, the thing on Spotify where, like, everyone... Like, very occasionally I'll turn on my, like, you can see what I'm listening to. But I just can't fucking relax that way. You know? Like, it's very hard to relax when people are watching. And I and I feel that we... Now, with, with you know, with so much social media, there's so much that, like, we don't do that is unwatched. You know? And so much is performative that I'm like, at least let my music be... Um, be chill. But um I'm on Spotify. I think my name on there is Atomic Yenta. A T O M I C Y E N T E. If you wanna um look at my at my playlist you can. Um I guess I don't know like what were some of my favorite shit there was a song called Gum Gum that I like loved but it might have come out in twenty seventeen. Um I think, I guess my favorite album was probably, um, Pusha T's album. I really enjoyed that. Um, I really liked Travis Scott's album as well. Um, let's see. I'm just looking at my Spotify. Um, oh yeah. I liked, um, DJ Cozy, DJ Cozy's album. 
spelled K-O-Z-E. Um, I don't think it's pronounced Coz. I think it's Cozy. That is the way to say it. Um, he had an album this year that was cool. Um, I liked the song. I loved the song by Disclosure, Love Can Be So Hard. I thought that was a beautiful song. And I also liked the song uh, Moonlight by Disclosure. Um, let's see. Oh, another song I really liked was this song called Black Balloons by Denzel Curry. I listened to that a lot. It was an awesome song. Um, I liked some songs from the Brockhampton album. I liked some shit from the Quavo album. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I really liked this musician, did a bunch of cool shit, Ross from Friends. Um, he's like a DJ person. Um, also, I really liked Nicholas Jar, who I love had a project, he has, like, they did, they released, like, a retrospective of some project of his called Against All Logic, that's the name of, like, his old, I don't, I actually don't know, I don't know, I just know it's Nicholas Jar's thing, um, and it was, like, some sort of retrospective, but there was a song on there called I Never Dream, um, and, oh, and also a song Now You Got Me Hooked, I really, I liked, I liked that album, I thought it was cool, the, um, Against All Logic, retrospective um brain feeder had a really cool compilation that just came out I think like a month ago um I really liked that as well um let's see oh who is channel trace I'm probably saying this wrong channel trace channel tray c-h-a-n-n-e-l space t-r-e-s who is that? I don't know who that is, but I really liked some songs by this Channel Trace. See, I'm 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 not so old that I can't listen to like fun music, but I am old. I am at the point now where I don't know how to pronounce shit, you know. So I'm like Channel Trace, Channel Trey. I don't know. I liked some songs by Channel Trey, Channel Trace. Um, there was also a song I really liked by this person, and then I listened to the rest of the album, and I didn't like love the rest of the album, but it was a song by somebody called, hold on, I'm looking in my thing, Ian Isaiah, this song Kill Up, K-I-L-L-U-P, from the Sugar Sex Tape Volume 1. I didn't like, I haven't gone like super deep into the album, but I really liked that track, Kill Up. Um, let's see, what else? That's pretty much, that's the stuff I love. Tyler, the creator, always releases cool shit. I like some stuff by um, Slow Tie. I also don't know who that is, but I just know that I listen to a lot of Slow Tie's stuff. S-L-O-W-T-H-A-I. I think it's a British person project thing. Um, yeah, that was like, I guess, my most listened to shit uh, this year for my year-end list. That's my year-end, that's my music year-end list, baby, because, you know, you really want to be taking music recommendations for me. Um, Books, um, you know, as I've said on here, the best book, the book that I loved so much and just really fucking devastated me was The Seas, S-E-A-S, by um, Samantha Hunt. It was a reissue. It was a reissue from Tin House, but it was just... Um, oh, fuck, devastated the fuck out of me. Definitely by far my favorite book this year. Um, oh, and I also really liked this book called Convenience Store Woman, um, by, um, I'm forgetting the name of the author, something Morata. 
Um, it was a bestseller. Her last name's Murata, M-U-R-A-T-A. It was it was a bestseller in Japan, and then it like just I think this year got translated into English. I fucking loved it. It was like so weird. You know how I feel about a convenience store, um, and it was just. I don't know. It was a very enjoyable book. I really liked Convenience Store Woman. Um, I read a lot of dead people. I mostly, like, I read some other contemporaries. I mean, I read a bunch of contemporary books, but I tend to read a lot of, like, dead people as well. Um, I reread Lolita, and, um, I mean, I know it's, like, I'm not supposed to say that I, like, really fucking love that book because I don't know I feel like it's like that book was banned and then it was like unbanned but now in like the circles I'm in I feel like it's in like some ways it's not banned but it's like you really shouldn't say publicly that you love that book dude I mean I don't know man Nabokov got the chops um he's funny as fuck I just gotta say that I forgot how funny he was um but I'm not gonna talk too much about that because I don't want to get like in trouble with the powers that be, but anyway, rereading Lolita was a real pleasure. Um, oh, he's not dead, but so James Salter is one of my favorite all-time writers. If you have never read a sport and a pastime, do yourself a favor. That's, that's probably one of my all-time favorite books. But so this year I was recommended by my good friend, Alex Dimitrov, shout out to the poet Alex Dimitrov, that I read the book by James Salter, Light Years. And I read Light Years and I fucking loved it. It, it was so good. Oh my God. There's like a weird car that just parked behind me and it's kind of spooky. I'm scared. They're going to like, oh no, it's a woman. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but it's like, I'm like parked right now. I'm just parked on like the side of like a dark street. Um, just like parked on the side of the road and wait, what are they doing? Okay, good. They're not doing anything. Great. Um, what else? Oh, Another book I read by a living person that I really enjoyed. Um, So I really like Rachel Cusk, C-U-S-K. I feel about her books the way I feel when I'm reading like a Jane Austen. Like I just feel really at peace. Um, And so, but so I had read, so her third book in this series she has came out this year. It's called Kudos. I did not read that yet. I'm waiting for it to come out in paperback um, because I'm a bad I'm a bad member of the literary community, but, um, but I read, so I had read her book outline and loved it. That was the first in the series. And then I read this year transit, which is the second in the series. And, um, I just, her writing really like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like really peaceful and I just really enjoy her work. Um, let's see. Um, oh, and I also, um, Dorothy Alasky is one of my favorite poets. Um, her book Milk came out, her book of poems Milk came out earlier this year. Shout out Dottie Lasky. Um, I loved it. I love all of her writing. Um, that was probably like my favorite book of poems that came out this year. Um, Ariana Rhines has a book of poems coming out next year, which I'm really, I didn't know until like a week ago that she has a new book coming out. I think it's poems. Um, I'm looking forward to that, assuming I live. Um, and, um, Morgan Parker also has a book, um, coming out of poems that I'm also very much looking forward to. Um, I actually, well, I read it already and it's great. It's awesome. It's coming out in the beginning of the year. Um, so those are like my books. Um, 
I, you know, people are always asking me like, well, if I like your podcast, what podcast should I listen to? And I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, not a, I'm sorry. I'm not a big podcast listener. It's bad. I mean, remember you guys remember, you all remember what happened when I tried to listen to a podcast. If you heard like cheesecake episode, uh, number two or three, um, you know, if you haven't, you can go back in the archives, but like I was, I found a podcast, a new podcast that I liked and then I'm like driving, listening to this podcast and they started shit talking me. It was crazy. So I was like, okay, I can't, um, I'm not supposed to listen to like, I, I, I can't listen to that podcast. And also I'd been listening to like a podcast that was like related to this podcast. And it was like one of the girl's boyfriends. And then I just stopped listening to that podcast too. Cause in my head, I was like friends with the people on the podcast. I mean, we've never met, but like in my head, you know, when you, you know, okay. Me, I don't know if you feel that way about this show, but like sometimes you kind of feel like you're like BFF and you've like never met or never spoken. So like that's, you know, but then I had to like stop listening. To it. So I don't, I like don't really listen to podcasts, but I will say as a podcast alternative or something that's more of like a stream of consciousness or like a monologue type thing. Um, I've really enjoyed this year listening to uh, Samantha Irby's audiobooks. She's just so funny. I find that that's a great alternative to podcasts. Um, I like uh, her books are meaty. I'm sure most of you know Samantha Irby is like pretty well known, but um, but um, meaty and um, we are never eating. We are never eating in real life. We are never meeting in real life. Though I like listened to those audiobooks this year and um, they were very enjoyable. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's really it. Like I don't like a lot of stuff. Like, you'll know that these recommendations are real and, like, have no... Like, you know people who are, like, always... Like, people... There are people who are, like, recommending shit, like, every fucking day. And you're like, come on, that's just your friends. Or, like, whatever. You're just do Like, I don't know. I don't... I don't trust anyone who's, like, always recommending shit. So you know my recommendations are good. You might not like my... You might not have the same taste. You might be like, this is crap. But at least you know it's coming from a genuine place. Um... And other than that, I basically just, like, I don't know, like, diagnosed myself. What did I do this year? I just, like, tried to escape reality and, like, diagnosed myself with illnesses. Didn't have a favorite doctor. Kind of, like, hate them all. Um, I mean, I like my gynecologist, but I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that she likes me. So I, like, can't, like, love her, you know. Because it's, like, I have to, well, actually, I usually, I do often like people who don't like me. I, like, fall for people who don't like me. But, um, you know, she's, so she's fine. But, like, um... I don't know. I mean, like, best thing I ate alone in my car? I gotta say, Laughing Cow Cheese really made a triumphant return for me. Best cheese that uh, has made a comeback from my childhood. Laughing Cow all the fucking way. Laughing Cow all the way. Um, you know, best that that's my urine list. Urine list. Laughing Cow Cheese and the 7-Eleven parking lot, you know, still my safe space, best parking lot to eat alone in your car, 7-Eleven parking lot, bar none. Um, you don't quite get the privacy, but there's just something so soothing about those beautiful lights overhead, so full of promise. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, I'm not going to recommend anything else. That's, you know, that's my shit. So I think that's really it. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to a woman. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Leela White. Leela, Layla, Leela. 
Your very nice friend, Zoe Hicks, emailed me to say that you are a big fan of the show and that it would be amazing if I could give a shout-out. So I'm doing that. I'm giving a shout-out. Shout-out, Layla White. Leela, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, And as for the rest of you, wishing you uh, a happy New Year. I mean, like, fuck New Year's. And, like, let's just say time is, you know, irrelevant and um, fake. But but happy New Year. Um, And I will see you all on the flip side. Bye-bye.